BGFF. I'm Lauren, the host of the Good Gluten-Free Grub podcast. Living with celiac disease has required constant adapting, and I am here to share how I live and love my gluten-free life and how you can too. I'm excited to be your new gluten-free friend. Thanks for being here and enjoy the show. Welcome back to a new episode. I'm so glad that you're here all 200 of you that listen on a regular basis. Thank you for coming back for every episode. I really appreciate it. Um, I didn't get an episode out last week because I was in Idaho for a family reunion. And if you follow me on Instagram, you saw that mm, there were a lot of hiccups on that trip and it was very stressful. And I have never experienced the amount of bad luck that I've experienced in one week. Like it was actually like bizarre. I was like, there is some crazy bad luck juju going around for me. And I'm just hoping for something great coming my way because I freaking deserve it because I had a really difficult week, which is ironic because it was my birthday week. And, um, speaking of my birthday week, thank you to those of you who, um, made my birthday wish come true by leaving a five-star rating on the podcast, whether that was on Apple or Spotify. I did have an increase of ratings and that's really helpful. And I just want to get this podcast to people who are in need of help and support. Um, So if you want to take some time to leave a rating and a review, um, it's really, really helpful and it would just bring me so much joy. So um, thanks to those of you who did that. Um, For this week's episode, um, I did want to talk about some of the things that I did do in preparation for my trip to Idaho and then talk about some of the crazy things that happened. But then I'm going to be talking, um, the meat of the episode is going to be about um, a post that I made on Instagram last week about like what what's the harm and what are, what are the dangers of eating gluten when you have celiac disease. So we're going to dive into about nine or 10 different topics that are kind of subtopics of the harm and the danger of cheating or extensive cross-contamination or frequent cross-contamination due to like us not taking all the right measures and steps and stuff. So we're going to get into that. So first, um, I went to Sun Valley, Idaho with my family for a family reunion last week. And um, my family has gotten a lot better at helping me like do things gluten-free and being more accommodating. And it's taken several years to get to that point. And it's taken lots of tears and some meltdowns and them seeing that it's really difficult for me for them to, you know, help out. And I, um, asked them if we could just do everything gluten-free cause we were staying at an Airbnb. Um, and so we were all going to be eating all the same meals together. Um, it's like a cabin kind of up in the mountains a little bit. So, um, I just thought, I, I sent lots of different like inspo and recipes and TikToks and reels and all sorts of different meal stuff to like my mom and my sisters. And I just said, if you guys want to choose one meal. So basically we all took a turn doing two meals. So one person would do breakfast and lunch and then the next person would do dinner and then breakfast the next day. And so we would all just take a turn doing a whole meal to feed all of us. And there were 19 of us, um, in this Airbnb. So, um, 19, yeah, 19 of us. So, um, you know, that requires a lot of effort on their part. And I really appreciate them being willing to do everything gluten-free. So I did send ideas and inspiration to help them, but then they all came up with their own ideas of what meals they wanted to do. And, you know, we did like baked potato bar and chicken bacon salads, and we did tacos and we did gluten-free pancake mix with sausage and eggs. And I did like a, 
um, egg casserole bake with like sausage and bacon and veggies and eggs and um, I'm trying to think what else we did. Lots of fruits and veggies. We had a couple of frozen gluten-free pizzas. And then one night we did go out to dinner at a restaurant in Sun Valley. So overall, it was a really great experience. Everybody signed up to do two meals and then they everyone brought one big family size, Costco size thing of a gluten-free snack to share. So there was plenty of food and um, lots of, yeah, everything was delicious and I was really appreciative of um, everyone doing it gluten-free. So it can be done. You can do these types of family reunions and these types of family social social events if you just like ask ahead and be like, hey, would it be okay if we do all the meals gluten-free? I'm more than happy to send ideas and inspiration to help with that. Um, so that was great. Um, on our way there, uh, well, we arrived. It's like a six-hour drive from where I'm from. So it was quite a long stretch for me and my, my kids. And my husband worked the whole drive. So I drove the whole way there. And then we get there and I had, a, we, me and my sisters had a yoga session, like a yoga sound, ba- sound bath um, studio set up for us to go to at this spot in Sun Valley. So we go to that. And like while I'm in doing yoga, I get a text from my husband and he says, we forgot the girl's bag. So we're going to supposed to be there for four days. We forgot all their clothes, their swimsuits, their underwear, like their, all their toiletry needs, like everything. So <laughs> that really sucked. And then, um, I was like, okay, well, I had one niece that is the age of one of my daughters and another niece that's the age of one of my other daughters. And so we were able to figure out like clothes situation. And then I get home, I take a shower, I open my bag and I realize I forgot to pack all my underwear. So now my girls don't have anything. I forgot my underwear and I'm like, oh my gosh, this is so annoying. Like how did this happen? Um, and then on top of that, like my husband just started getting sick. Like he was like, I am not feeling good. And he was in, his tummy was not doing good. And he was spending majority of his time on that vacation in the bathroom. So just one more thing. I was just like, oh my gosh, we are having some bad luck. This is day one. So then day two, um, I'm supposed to put on a new Dexcom sensor. So I take off my old one. I put on, I like push in the button to do my new one and it gets stuck. So now the applicator is stuck inside the Dexcom on my body and I like can't get it off and I'm trying to like wiggle it and adjust it and stuff and um, it just wouldn't come off. So I had to like break the Dexcom applicator and then half of it was stuck inside and half of it was on my body and I didn't bring a backup because I didn't expect that to happen. It's never happened before. Um, So then I'm like, well, I can't live without my Dexcom for four days Um, I did bring my finger pricker, like my meter, but it only had like seven test strips left. So, you know, like I'm not always super prepared. I try my best, but I'm not perfect. So I was like, well, I can't survive off of that for that amount of time. So that really sucks. So then I call the pharmacy and there's a pharmacy in town. And so I go into town and, um, you know, I'm six hours away from home. I'm in another state. So I get to the pharmacy and I say, Hey, you know, I need to get some sort of CGM. Do you have a Dexcom or do you have a Libre? And they were like, you have to have a prescription to get that. And I was like, okay. I'm like, I like need it. Like, what can I give to you to like prove to you that I have type one diabetes that I need this. And at this point, like I have tears in my eyes and I'm like, bent over the counter, like with my hands in my face, like, oh my gosh, what do I do? I'm like, I will pay however much money I need to. Like I need to have a sensor. Like I can't survive my whole week here without a sensor or test strips or anything. And they were like, well, you have to have a prescription. And I'm like, 
but can I just pay for one over the counter? Like, a, like somebody who doesn't have diabetes who just wants to like try using a CGM. I'm like, I, so then I was just so annoyed. Um, anyway, I, I give them the name of my endo and they call her and they're able to give me a Libre three, but I have to pay full price for it. So I pay $115 for that. Um, and of course I'm like praying that it works fine, that it doesn't have any malfunctions. Um, anyway, so I drive back to the Airbnb, which is like 10 minutes back up into the mountains and I'm like crying and I'm so mad and I'm just like having a meltdown because I hate diabetes and I hate this disease. And I'm just like one more thing on top of this. I was just so mad. Um, so that really sucked. Then that night, like around 11 o'clock, both like from 11 o'clock until like two 30 in the morning, I had one daughter who was like projectile vomiting all night. So I was up every 10 minutes, cleaning up, throw up, cleaning up her, just so much gross, yucky, like mom mess that I'm dealing with that went on till two 30. And then she finally fell asleep then at three o'clock, my youngest woke up, started throwing up. So I was just like, yeah, basically just really bad luck. So that went on for two nights. My girls were sick, um, coming out both ends, which is, you know, just not fun. And I'm just like, this is the worst freaking vacation ever. And I'm like, what else could go wrong? Let me tell you, more goes wrong. Just wait. <laughs> so the next day, um, we are all upstairs and my husband was wearing like slides and he's running up the stairs and like his slide, the top of his shoe got stuck on the stair. And so when his foot came down, it like clipped on the edge of the stair and it like sliced the whole bottom of his big toe, which like there was blood everywhere. So then he's bleeding all over like the carpet and the bathroom and there's just like pouring blood. I'm not talking like, oh no, like I have to hold my blood. Like it's pouring. And I'm like, oh my gosh, like now we have to go to an urgent care. We need to go get stitches. And um, yeah, anyway, so we had to figure out how to bandage that up and clean that up. And my husband's so scared of needles and doctors and like all anything medical he's very afraid of. Um, So he was like, I'm just going to like bandage it up and Anyway, he hasn't gotten stitches, but he should have gotten stitches, but he didn't. And um, then that night, like the foot thing like broke open. He bled all over the bed. <laughs> you guys, I've never, I have never experienced this much bad luck. So then we're like, okay, we have to get back home because then we're going to Vegas. Me and my husband are going to Vegas to see Jerry Seinfeld for our birthday. So then we wake up, it's Friday, it's my birthday. And, you know, my sweet husband gave me tickets to Ed Sheeran for my birthday. I'm so excited for that. And my mom got me something for my birthday and the kids did a scavenger hunt for me. And that was nice. And that was great. And we went out to dinner and all that stuff. Anyway, so now we're getting ready to leave. And my husband's like, I'll drive since you drove the whole way. So he's driving and we stop in like a little town in Southern Idaho and we get Jersey Mike's. And, you know, I had a good experience. They cleaned everything for me. And, you know, I asked them to do all these specific like protocols to make sure that my sandwich was safe and it was delicious and it was great. 10 minutes down the road, my husband's like, I have to pull over. Like I have to pull over right now. And I'm like, no, I'm like, you are sick now. So now he's sick throwing up on the side of the road every 10 minutes like we get him something to throw up in I end up driving the majority of the drive home with a puking husband with kids who are still having diarrhea (laughs) it's I'm glad that I can laugh about it now because in the moment I was like could this take it any worse like it was just so bad anyway we get home we come home we get our girls to bed we wake up in the morning we get on a flight 
to Las Vegas and we go to Las Vegas. Las Vegas is great. Like we get to see some friends that are our old friends there. We go to dinner with them at Yardbird. And you know, if you saw my Instagram, I posted like a dining guide for all the things that I ate in Las Vegas and we ate really good and it was great. Um, then the next day after we saw Jerry Seinfeld, the next day we like get a text for like our airline or whatever to check in and all that stuff. And then like an hour later, we find out it gets delayed. Then it gets delayed three hours. Then it gets delayed four hours and then it gets canceled. So now we have no flight back to Salt Lake and my husband works Monday morning. And I'm just like, are you kidding me? Like, I do not understand like how we could have this luck. It just was the most bizarre. And the bad luck has continued. Like I, we have not gotten good luck yet. Um, like my, both of my kids have thrown up today. And so I'm like, we, some, we've got some sort of virus going on and luckily I haven't caught it, which is a huge blessing because I'm freaking the glue that keeps this family together. So, um, so we end up being like, okay, well, Delta needs to reimburse us for our flights. They need to give us a credit. And they're like, we'll put you up in a hotel. And we're like, we need to go home. Like at this point, like we have, we have had this whole week that has just been like so terrible that I'm like, no, I'm not just killing time in Vegas in 111 degree weather and just like not doing anything and spending more money on food and like all these things. I was like, we just need to get home. So we're like, will you and reimburse us for a rental car so that we can just start driving home? Because that's a, it was a, five hour and 50 minute drive home from Vegas to where we live. So we really didn't want to be in the car. That's why we booked flights to Vegas because we were already drove six hours to Idaho and six hours back. And I'm just like, I just don't want to do that again, you know? And so we get our rent, we get through the line, we get to the rental car, we get everything. We're about to check out. They flag our car and they're like, your car like has a flag. You can't drive this car. You're going to have to go back, get in line and like go get another car. (laughs) Me and my husband just look at each other and I'm like, what in the world is going on? And it's like, at this point, we just like have to laugh about it because it's like, we're so angry that like the only like thing we can do is like laugh because it's so ridiculous. So we go get back in line. We finally get another car and we start driving home and the drive home was fine, but it's like six hours is a long time to like drive home. Anyway, we make it home and um, anyway, we're home now and I've been doing the 75 day hard challenge And for three days, like the day of my birthday and then the two days that we were in Vegas, I said, like, I'm just going to put this on hold because I want to be able to enjoy my birthday and eat at these awesome restaurants that we've been planning on going to with our friends. Um, Anyway, so then yesterday I started back on the 75 day hard on day 16. And so today is day 17 and it's going good. Like I've been doing good. I feel like I'm kind of starting back over again from scratch a little bit because I did eat sugar during the birthday celebration and stuff. And, um, now, but I'm back to the like two workouts a day and no sugar and everything. And I just feel like when I don't eat sugar, well, I feel good, but I feel tired. Like I'm extra tired because I'm not getting that, like those bursts of energy that I get from the glucose (laughs) from the sugar. So, um, I just a little, a little more tired. So I took a nice long nap today. Anyway, I'm basically, I'm doing a birthday redo. So Friday, I'm going to go to dinner with like all of my friends and we're going to go get sushi. And I'm just like, I deserve a redo of a birthday because I had a really crappy birthday. Anyway, that's what's new in my life since the last two weeks since we've spoke. So let's get into the meat of the episode. Thanks for sticking around. Okay, so last week's episode, I talked about that TikTok that went viral and and all my feelings and emotions regarding that. And so I just wanted to to do like a a basic post and I made a post about this on Instagram and I'm just going to kind of share everything that I shared on Instagram here on the on the podcast, Um, just because I want this to be the information that's being shared and not 
the information that the girl, that girl on TikTok posted that like, I can't stay away from gluten. Like I love gluten. I have a hard time like being gluten free. Like, and you know, just showing that she's eating gluten and what it does to her, like cheating basically. I just don't think cheating is, should be promoted. I think that it's okay to promote what looks, what it looks like when you get gluten, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but not if you're doing it by like cheating and being like careless with your disease. So, um, I've recently been using ChatGPT for a lot of things for my work and for business and stuff. And so I just asked ChatGPT. Actually, I'm going to go to the ChatGPT chat because I like want to see what I asked it specifically. And then it like helped collect a bunch of information for me. Anyway, ChatGTP is awesome. <laughs> and I've like been loving it. Um, okay, we don't want that. Oh, no. Now it won't let me. History. Okay. Let me know if you guys are using ChatGPT too. Okay. Hmm. Maybe this won't work. History. I'm so sorry, you guys. Um, okay, I'm not even going to try and find it because I can't. So basically, I asked ChatGPT, what are the dangers of eating gluten when you have celiac disease? And these are the bullet points that it came back with. And I shared these on Instagram and you can go see them and read them and share them to your page if you would like. So it says eating gluten when you have celiac disease can have severe consequences due to the autoimmune response that it triggers. The dangers include one intestinal damage. Gluten consumption leads to an immune system reaction that damages the small intestinal lining and leads to malabsorption of nutrients. Number two, nutrient deficiencies. As the small intestine is compromised, the body may struggle to absorb essential nutrients resulting in deficiencies in minerals, vitamins, and other nutrients. Third, gastrointestinal problems or symptoms. Continue, consuming gluten can cause a range of uncomfortable gastrointestinal symptoms such as diarrhea, bloating, abdominal pain, and constipation. Number four, weight loss. Weight loss or, and or malnutrition. Chronic gluten exposure can lead to weight loss and malnutrition due to, in, due to the inability to absorb nutrients properly. Number five is osteoporosis and anemia, which... Leading up to my diagnosis, I had both of these. I was always diagnosed with anemia anytime I had my blood work done. And then once I got my celiac diagnosis, they did a DEXA scan and they told me that I had osteoporosis at age 25. So, ooh, I am. That's very problematic. So please do not continue to eat gluten because it is going to eat your bones and it is not going to be good for you. Okay, so osteoporosis and anemia. The malabsorption of nutrients can contribute to conditions like osteoporosis, bone density loss, and anemia, which is iron deficiency. Number six, increased risk of other autoimmune disorders. Celiac disease patients are at a higher risk of developing other autoimmune diseases such as type 1 diabetes, thyroid disorders, and dermatitis herpetiformis. Number seven, Non-gastrointestinal symptoms. Celiac disease can present with non-gastrointestinal systems symptoms, including fatigue, joint pain, skin rashes, and neurological issues. Also very common. The only effective treatment for celiac disease is a strict gluten-free diet. By avoiding gluten-containing foods, individuals with celiac disease can manage their condition and prevent complications and improve their overall health and well-being. If you suspect that you have celiac disease or experience related symptoms, it is crucial to consult with your health care professional and get a proper diagnosis. And just a gentle reminder, if you are thinking that you might have celiac disease and you've tried going gluten-free before and it makes you feel better, 
please remember that you have to be eating gluten for several weeks leading up to your testing or else you could get a like a false test. Um, So don't completely cut out gluten until you have received the blood work in the end or the endoscopy. So those that's kind of the meat of the episode. I know that was quick and brief and basically the rest of the episode was just me whining about how hard of a week I had. So (laughs) thanks for listening to me. But if you want more information or if you want to read these things or share them with a friend or share them with somebody who you feel like needs help better understanding celiac disease, it is on my Instagram and it is pinned to the top of my post page. And you can share that with family or friends. Um, And you can read a little bit more into that. And also there's lots and lots of comments. So you can read more about other symptoms that people have that are related to their celiac disease that are not, that isn't in this specific post or caption, there's a lot of comments. So I would recommend scrolling through and reading the comments, showing support to other celiacs and other gluten-free friends um, also. Anyway, um, thank you so much for listening, you guys. If you have any questions or if you feel like you need help um, going gluten-free, you were just recently diagnosed with celiac or you have a child or a loved one or a family or a friend, please send them my way. Um, a one-on-one consultation is the best thing that you can do for yourself in those beginning stages. Um, if you are newly diagnosed, this is a one-on-one Zoom consultation. It's $85 for the call and it's kind of a crash course on everything that you need to know about adjusting to a gluten-free lifestyle and and living a strict gluten-free lifestyle, especially if you have celiac disease. I have consulted with many people that don't have celiac disease, but that are treating their gluten intolerance or their Hashimoto's or their thyroid problems or their lupus or different things, rheumatoid arthritis. There's lots of reasons why people want to follow a strict gluten-free diet. So if you um, are one of those people and you would like a consultation, someone to hold your hand and walk with you and help you and guide you, that is what I'm here for. That is what my consulting business is. And I will add the link in the show notes, but the link is also in my bio on Instagram. And um, you can always DM me and ask me any questions. I would love to be in touch with you and help you as much as I possibly can, because I would have killed to have somebody hold my hand in the beginning because it was a very rough year and a half to two years for me in the beginning. And I just don't want that to be the case for you. So please share this with somebody. Please contact me if you are that somebody who needs that help. And um, I would love to hear from you. Please, again, if you would like to, not even if you would like to, if you could please leave a rating and a review, that would mean so much to me. It just helps get the podcast out. And um, I'm hoping that next week I'm going to have my first guest episode. So stay tuned for that. I got to work out some kinks. I basically, basically I'm just like scared um, of having a guest on. And that just like really scares me because I've been doing this by myself for a while. Um, but I'm going to have my first guest on next week. And I hope that you'll be back for that. And I hope you have a wonderful week and I will talk to you next week. Bye. Thank you so much for listening today. If you enjoyed the podcast, please leave a rating and a review. I would love to connect with you on my other social media platforms like Instagram and TikTok. My handle is at goodglutenfreegrub.